It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now on today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I am your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday. It is March 29th, 2018, and I am super excited about today's uh, dynamic and controversial, you might say, topic. And the topic is etiquette, anyone. So I'm sure we have all been in situations where we thought, did that just happen? <laughs> so I'm going to go over um, 10 etiquette uh, tips that uh, for entrepreneurs and um, from anyone else who is in these uh, certain arenas, um, uh, business professional, whether it's casual, just a lot of it is just, uh, you know, tapping into common sense, right? So, um, but like the saying goes, common sense isn't very common. So, um, so stay tuned today, and also always check out our uh, podcasts by going to iTunes and searching for the Lisa Lewis Show. Also, you can find us at toginet.com forward slash shows forward slash the Lisa Lewis Show, and listen to all of our wonderful podcasts uh, uh, while you're on your daily routines. So let's delve right into the conversation of etiquette. Uh, have you ever experienced a business situation or witnessed an event that left you thinking, really? You've got to be kidding me. Has someone ever called you 30 minutes late, looped in a third party to a private email conversation, or said something terribly inappropriate in a business meeting? You're not alone. We all have run into our fair share of bad business etiquette. Most people operate with an unspoken code of behavior that delineates expectations for social behavior. While this code may be a lost art form to some, it is deeply ingrained in others. A sale, a partnership, and even the long-term growth of your small business is often hinged on how well you understand the importance of business etiquette. If it's some import if if it's so important, then why do most entrepreneurs ignore it? Some entrepreneurs are etiquette pros, while others live by the adage, it's easier to ask forgiveness than it is to get permission. Whichever the case may be, we've asked uh, entrepreneurs over the years to share their woes and offer up their number one tips to help you master etiquette in professional situations. So here are 10 business etiquette tips to help you operate your small business successfully and confidently without pissing people off, right? <laughs> uh, so number one on the list we have here is don't be a social spammer. Don't go around posting your sales pitch on a company's or individual's Facebook wall. Social media is for connecting, but after discovering a prospective client via social media, it is then time to approach them 
privately and personally, not publicly. Not only will approaching them personally increase your chance of sealing a deal, it will prevent you from looking spammy and unrespectable to onlookers. Um, I know I've been in situations where I've been added to groups or, um, you know, uh, to different things and no one asks my permission. Now, I, I'm not one to call them out on it because uh, if you are added to a group, you can uh, delete yourself uh, so you can unjoin that group. But um, I, I think it's important taste to do that without at least, you know, sending maybe a, a Facebook message or if you know them personally, reaching out to them and just say, oh, hey, how are you? Hope things are well. Listen, I have this group that I think you'd be a dynamic, um, intricate part of. And is it OK to add you? And give them the opportunity to say yes or no or sure, or I don't care. And then you have the uh, passage of right away to go ahead and, and do that. Also, I've heard that a lot of people do not like uh, to get to receive uh, the chain messages, uh, you know, about four of this to 12 people and you'll be blessed too. Uh, a lot of people just tend to ignore those. But again, it just kind of leaves a bad taste in their mouth about you, <laughs> even though you might not have the, the, a bad intention about it. You were trying to bless them. So uh, instead of sending that, maybe just say, oh, I was thinking about you today. Um, just wanted to send you a virtual smile or a virtual hug, something along those lines. And I think it it would be uh, better received than the tons of uh, chain letters and things of that nature. And number two we have here, keep email short and sweet. Email etiquette has eluded many otherwise successful entrepreneurs. Emails should be kept short and to the point. Everyone is busy and forcing them to sift through irrelevant information to find the point to your email is both disrespectful of their time and could result in lost business. Take the time to edit your writing after you finish it. Your recipients will thank you. Uh, and that's another thing. Um, I've gotten emails that just simply on and on and on. And so I know that there's a sales pitch, sales pitch uh, somewhere, but I don't uh, have the desire to find it. So again, you know, be short, be brief, be to the point. If it is something a little more involved than, than a couple of sentences or paragraphs, then perhaps you should say, listen, I have this, uh, you know, I have this uh, product or this service that I think you would glean from you or your business. When can we set up a time to talk about it, to chat for 15 minutes about it? Maybe that would be a better approach. That way they you know, you're giving that person the opportunity to say, well, yes, I want to hear the picture. No, not at this time. Because if they don't want to hear it, then it would be better to take them off your email list than to, again, continuously sending them a sales pitch uh, uh, through email that they don't want to receive and therefore think of it in a view as being spamming and disrespectful as we talked about in the first tip, right? Number three. Save the sales pitch. Don't try to sell your services to someone from the first moment you meet them. Networking is about meeting potential connections, partners, and developing quality relationships. It is not about closing the deal at that moment. And a lot of times that can be a turnoff as well. I have, uh, and I'm sure you have too, been to meetups and different things when 
the first thing out of their mouth, they want to look, I've never met you, I don't know you, we're here to socialize and connect and network. And you and usually at networking events like meetups, they do have a, 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 a time where you can set up maybe for a minute or half a minute and say who you are, what you represent, and what is it that you bring to the table and hence why you came to the particular meetup, whatever that meetup may be. I know I have one that is the second Wednesday of every month and it's held in New Braunfels, Texas. And it is a place where, um, uh, entre- uh, I'm sorry, investors, real estate investors to get together, seasoned or newbies, and we can share and talk about our experiences over a great meal at McAdoo's and uh, seafood uh, company. And so that is in, um, that is in uh, New Braunfels. And again, it's the second Wednesday of every month. So for more information about that, you can head over to my fabulous uh, vamped, revamped website at www.lisalewiscompany.com for more information. There is no sales pitch there. Again, it's uh, like minds getting together who enjoy investing or maybe who have some challenges in investing in real estate and would like to talk to other people to glean from them about, uh, you know, their experiences. So that's what we do there. And then, you know, you usually when you go to meetups, you exchange business cards or flyers of what you're you're into or what you're doing next. So there's a platform for that. And we start at six o'clock and we end at eight o'clock. So for more information about that, you can call me directly at 210-240-8845. Also, we love getting your positive feedback. So keep it coming. And you can always email me at Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com. Also uh, about the the Lisa Lewis Show and Lisa Lewis Company, which is a planning um, events company, then just head over to lisalewiscompany.com for more information. And we so appreciate you keeping the dog here every Thursday. We come to you on the TogiNet Radio Network and uh, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also, we don't want you to miss out on our podcast. So you can just head over to iTunes and search for The Lisa Lewis Show. Also, you can connect with us at www.tokinet.com forward slash shows forward slash The Lisa Lewis Show. I always love hearing from you. Also, I am looking for more candidates for my movers and influencers, you know, uh, where you can just sit and chat with us for about an hour of your time. So if you are doing something great and making a wonderful impact on the planet Earth, please reach out to me at my office, 210-240-8845, and let's have a chat and see if you are a great fit to come and be interviewed on The Lisa Lewis Show. We've had some very dynamic people. Uh, last week, uh, week we had uh, Chris Cano, Cano, and he is an expert with veterans buying homes in uh, this uh, great market that we have. And he's here in San Antonio, Texas. So if you would like more information, veterans, on how you can apply your um, home benefits, then reach out to Chris at www. Chris, 
C-A-N-O.com. He has a wealth of information for all of you veterans. And since we're on that topic, we always appreciate your service uh, uh, here at the Lisa Lewis Show. And also we honor your families who support you in your service. They serve as well as you do. So we just say thank you to all of our veterans and keep the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. And once we come back, we will get into more of our topic today, which is named Etiquette Anyone. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. It's finally here. Real music and real ministry is back. Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Frankie Wilson, host of Inside Gospel, inviting you to join me March 16th at the George Carver Museum for Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest. It's our five-year anniversary, and we're going to be honoring people that are members of this community, giving you incredible music, entertainment, family, fun. I do not want you to miss it. Check out the lineup for this year. Ethan Kara Nicole, Austin, Kojic, Mass Quiet, Kayla Freeman, and many more. I'm bringing back some of your favorites and some new ones, but I promise are going to blow you away. It's Inside Gospel Live, South by Southwest, March 16th at the George Carver Museum, 7 p.m. Do not miss it. Check out InsideGospelLive.com to RSVP your seat for free, and I'll see you there. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com.
Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the Dow here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I am your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday, March 29, 2018. And today's topic is etiquette anyone. So previously we have, well, as I had mentioned, we have about 10 tips and I have a bonus tip uh, at the end that I am going to share with you all. So, so far we have went over tip number one, don't be a social sammer. Tip two, keep email short and sweet. Uh, tip number three, save the sales pitch. Now we are on to tip number four. Don't s- subscribe me to your newsletter. Entrepreneurs are often looking to grow their email marketing lists and their business contacts. Merging the two without extending your contacts an opportunity to opt out can damage your business relationship. When you meet someone and accept their business card, ask if it is okay to add them to your marketing list. And this can can go something like this. If you're at a meetup, um, as I said, with our meetup, uh, Kamal uh, Hayes Real Estate Investment Association, where we meet every second Wednesday of the month without fail in New Braunfels at McAdoo's MCADOO. S in New Braunfels, Texas, and the meeting starts at 6 p.m. and ends at 8, and it is for real estate investors. Newbies are seasoned, and so uh, for more information about that or to RSVP to our next upcoming event, you can contact me at 210-240-8845. Now, when a good way to do this is like when we are at our, our meetup at, for real estate investors um, and we exchange cards, it's with this knowing. I said, okay, for everyone who shares their card with me today, just know that I'm going to put you on my email list. So if you object to that, then don't. When I ask for my car, your card, just say, no, I'd rather not because I don't want to be on your email list. And it could be something just as simple as that. And that, that's very casual. It's relaxed. You're not forcing anybody to do anything. But again, you're being upfront and you're letting them know your intent on accepting their business card. So um, and in that way, you're allowing people to say, no, you know, I really don't want to do that. I remember yesterday I was at a boutique and I was shopping for my nine-year-old son, Jack. Hi, Jack. And um, they, you know, immediately one of the girls was ringing me up and um, the other girl said, oh, can I have your, um, can I have your telephone number? You know, they're very, <laughs> just, you know, they just get it in that way. And I said, oh, what for? And she said, oh, we're going to add you to, I said, oh, no, no, thanks. I'd rather not. And it was that simple, you know, but usually, you know, a lot of times we might feel put on the spot or intimidate it, but nobody can intimidate you unless you allow them to. So just take control. And if you don't want your, um, if you don't want to be spammed or you don't want all of that junk mail or text, just don't give out the information. And therefore the people, you know, they won't have it. Number five, show some gratitude. Always respect the time and generosity of those who help you along the way. Even something as small as a thank you note or gift can go far in showing your gratitude. And um, I, I think this especially holds true if you're invited to a uh, business function 
perhaps outside of regular business hours, say uh, if you're going over to the boss's home for a, a, a meet and greet or a Christmas party or something like that, and you've never gone to their home before, I, uh, what I personally do is I take them a little something. And, and so if you don't know, you say, well, Lisa, I don't know much about them. Well, that's fine. So what I would do, cause I don't drink, so I will never take any, you know, um, I don't take uh, spirits or liquor, but I would, uh, you know, take a, a sparkling bottle of, uh, cider and have it, uh, chilled and have it in a nice, a bag, wine bag, and a thank you. You know, thank you for inviting me to your lovely home. You just expect, I mean, because usually when you go over someone's home, you always compliment it, right? <laughs> so, you know, you're expecting the home's going to be lovely. And, you know, if you get in there and you're having a great time, then it's a lovely experience anyway. So you're not lying. So, you know, I go ahead and put that on there. Also, if I am hosting an event, uh, like a party or something like that, I go ahead and take the opportunity to do thank you notes. That way, um, and if you know who's on the list, who's RSVP'd, um, then you go ahead and write a thank you note. And sometimes you can have uh, just, you know, if you don't know if Susie or Billy's coming, then you can, before you put your name on it, you can just say, um, thank you so much. Uh, for coming, um, you know, to my event at my home. Hope you had the loveliest of times. Um, thank you, and Lisa Lewis. And that way, when they do come, I already have their names on the envelopes, and I just give that to them. That way, when they leave, because I think proper etiquette, when you host a party and someone brings you a gift that you're supposed to respond in two weeks with a thank you note. So that way, since we're so busy these days by choice, of course, uh, then you can go ahead and have that thing knocked off your list. And that way you're shown to have good taste, right? And proper etiquette. So that's just uh, some tidbits of how I do it. But of course, you always do everything the way that it, it, it suits you and fits into your life. These are just tips. These are nothing to die, you know, die hard things that you must do because we all have free will, right? So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Lisa Lewis Show here on Toginet Radio. And today's topic is etiquette anyone. And so we're just going over 10 tips and I'm going to have a bonus tip. So 11 tips today on how you can be your best and show diplomacy in a professional and or casual setting. So number six. Uh, is no one likes mass emails. Now, I know we've talked about that before, but I guess it bears mentioning again, right? Follow up with every person you speak with via phone or email. Always try to think of an introduction or resource that might be useful to them. And never send mass messages. If you have a general announcement, at least change the first paragraph a bit to connect on a more personal level to the recipient. And that way, it, it in I I think what this means is, say again, several people came to a party. Say you know your your son or daughter's birthday party. Instead of sending a mass out to everybody because it feels so general, and you know people can be fickle and they want to be appreciated, especially if they they provided your son or daughter with a nice gift for their birthday, right? Who doesn't like to get gifts? I mean, I'm in my 40s, and I tell you, when I have a birthday party, bring the gifts on. <laughs> I still love to get gifts. I'll be a hundred 
and I'll still love to get a birthday gift. Why not? It's my birthday. And so um, instead of just doing it so it looks like a mask, uh, either, you know, you can go in there and change it up and say, dear Susie or, you know, dear Billy, thank you so much for the lovely gift. Jack is uh, enjoying it um, every day or Jack is really getting use from the gift. Thank you so much. And either personalize their name or, like they say, change the paragraph a little bit so it, it feels personal to them. You know, thank you so much. And you don't even have to put a name. You could say maybe starting off with thank you so much for the lovely gift. Um, that your child, you know, um, gifted to Jack. And uh, Jack really appreciated their presence at his party. We look forward to having you there next year. And then, you know, um, thank you and uh, Lisa Lewis, mother of Jack Lewis, something like that. So, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. But that's just a general, something general that came to mind, uh, so to speak. Uh, number seven on the list of etiquette anyone is get to the point. Instead of short and sweet, I believe business correspondence should be short and factual. You have your personal email to be sweet. Tweet sweet nothings in your, uh, now, now it's 280 characters, I believe, space limit until the cows come home. Email your grandma with emo emoticons after every sentence. But please, Forget those keystrokes when you are at work. And um, I can attest to that because once I seen that um, my associate was sending something out to a student that was taking his, um, his uh, investment course. And I... And then, you know, I seen that he had smileys and things and that. And those kind of things can be misinterpreted. So I never think you should have emoticons in business email. I just think it's a no-no. Unless, you know, you've built some kind of rapport. But, you know, in these days, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, the climate being as it will, uh, a lot of people um, have different uh, boundaries that they don't want crossing, you have no way of knowing that. So I think by keeping all emoticons out of any business emails is best for both parties. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Lisa Lewis show if you're just tuning in or if you've been with us since the start, which was 10 a.m. this morning. We so appreciate you. Today is thankful Thursday, March 29th, 2018. And I just want to say um, welcome to everybody who has came in to San Antonio, Texas for the final four. San Antonio 2018. That is going to be held starts tomorrow, Friday, March 30th, and runs through April 2nd, which is Monday, next Monday, 2018. So for more information about that, I think you can head over and just uh, log into ncaa.org and uh, purchase your tickets if you don't already have them. Uh, we are so excited to have the final four here and congratulations to everyone and good luck on the good fortune on the outcome of the final four. So I just wanted to bring that up. I'm going to try to get down there and take Jack down there at least one day because they have, um, they have uh, a lot of uh, informative and great things for the children to do. And also children 12 and under get to get in for free. 
So just in case you didn't know that, and there's all forms of transportation and, you know, just thank goodness for the mayor and the, um, you know, the sheriff department and everybody who is going to make this a safe and environment for everybody who attends. So God bless you. Welcome to San Antonio. We'll be right back. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show on TogiNet Radio. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thursday, thankful Thursday, to be exact, March 29th, 2018. And today's topic is etiquette, anyone? And we are just going over 10 tidbits that I feel that will bless you as far as your business life. And um, we will also have a bonus tip. So I guess that could be considered the 11th tip. (laughs) So let's get right back into it. Thus far, we have went over the seven uh, tips that I have on the list. Number one was don't be a social spammer. Number two, keep email short and sweet. Number three, save the sales pitch. Number four, don't subscribe me to your newsletter. Number five, show some gratitude. Number six, no one likes mass emails. Number seven, get to the point. And if you're just tuning in, you can always uh, go back and listen to our podcast by going to toginet.com forward slash shows forward slash the Lisa Lewis show. Also, you can find the Lisa Lewis show by searching on iTunes. Number eight. As far as etiquette, anyone is that's textual harassment. T E X T U A L. One thing that drives uh, people crazy is the use of text messages to communicate business messages. In today's world, it's so easy to fall back on our technology and never have a real conversation with someone. I must admit, that's kind of my pet peeve too, because before text, what did we do? 
we picked up the phone or we emailed. And a, and a lot of times, if it's about business and you're texting me, it almost makes it feel like, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. It almost feels like a spammy or shady because why wouldn't you pick up the phone and let me know about this fabulous business uh, venture or this product or services that would just rock my business if I purchased it from your company? Why would you hide? To me, it's hiding behind technology. And if I feel that way, I'm sure I can get a few amens from a couple of other people, right? So just avoid doing that. Now, again, if you have built a rapport, if you have asked them, listen, is it okay? Uh, you know, it seems like we converse uh, a lot and you prefer me to send you um, texts. Is it okay if it's business related as well? Because some people, they don't want to get on the phone for whatever reasons. And if you choose to do business with them, then that might be the way um, that you have to do business with them. But that wouldn't be the, my first choice, in my opinion. Number nine, if you're on time, you're late. Vince Lombardi said it best. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. <laughs> and if you're late, don't bother showing up. That was Vince Lombardi, people, not Lisa Lewis saying that. This may sound obvious, but never under any circumstances show up late. I'm constantly surprised how people think being late is acceptable. Nothing can be farther from the truth. Tardiness is the quickest way to never get the deal done. Um, it always amazes me uh, when I go to... Um, you know, meetings, and I have done everything that I needed to do to make sure I was there, even if that meant getting out of the bed uh, 30 minutes to an hour earlier, and then only to get there, only to fight through traffic, only to pull up and make sure Jack gets out of out, out to school on time in front of his school, and then driving off to begin my day. Like today, I dropped my son off, and then I start. I did Uber, and then I came back home to do this wonderful show for you all. And um, so, anyway, uh, to get to somewhere where you did whatever it took, whatever that was, and then get there and find out, and then the people say, "Well." I know we were supposed to start <laughs> at 10 a.m. However, due to whatever, and it's usually the weather, right? Usually if you stay anywhere a month, you know about the weather. And it's always changing here in Texas, just so you know. Uh, it could be sleeting, and then later it'll be sunny. <laughs> you just are hailing or whatever. the case. Heavy rains, and then it'll be drought. Whatever the case may be, okay? So I'm sure it's like that in your neck of the woods. So um, if you've lived anywhere for uh, 30 days or more, you kind of know about the traffic pattern. Um, so it just behooves me that people will, you know, everybody else who got there on time and then they'll say, well, we'll give them 10 or 15 more minutes. Well, if I had have known that, perhaps I could have start, stopped and got my Starbucks, you know? <laughs> so it irritates me when I show up on time and have done whatever I had to do, um, you know, flight of changing the earth to get somewhere just for the, the you know, the person to say, Oh, well, we're just going to wait about, give them about 10 or 15 more minutes. Like, hmm. So just think about that because that, that makes me feel some kind of way. 
you know, is that is there anybody else out there like that? Email me at Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com and share your feedback on these etiquette tips that I'm giving out today. And also, if you have any etiquette tips that I have not covered, um, then I would love to share those on the radio. So if you send those to me, just know that I will share those. Um, and so send it to me at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Also, you can send it through our website at www.lisalewiscompany.com. Also, you can uh, call or text me at 210-240-8845. Number 10 on the list is, hey, I'm over here. Have you ever had a conversation with someone at a networking event and they are constantly looking behind you or to your right or to your left? Clearly, they don't really care about what you are saying. How did that make you feel? I still can't believe how many people do that today. It makes people feel uneasy, unappreciated, and unimportant. Guess what? The end result of that will be. They will not, capital N-O-T, want to connect with you again. Because as Dr. Maya Angelou said, people may forget how, uh, you know, what you said or what you, um, you know, uh, did. But people will not forget how you make them feel. And so people want to feel important because we all are important or we wouldn't be on this planet. So if you... If people are long-winded, then you can just say, listen, I would love to continue this conversation. If you know you would love to continue it. Or you can just, you know, I would love to continue this conversation, but I see someone else that I want to say hello to before the event starts or before they dash out. You know what I mean? So you don't have to be rude about it, but you just say, oh, that, oh, yeah, that sounds very interesting. Listen, I see someone in, and then just say, would you pardon me? And if you really want to connect with them again, then maybe you can say, here's my business card. Reach out to me in a day or two and we can schedule a meeting or a lunch uh, date or a Starbucks date if you want to meet them again. If you don't, then just say, it was a pleasure meeting you. I see someone else I need to connect with. Please excuse me. And then continue on with your day or evening. So now 11, this is the bonus is always follow through, always follow through, always, always. Even when it pertains to the smallest tasks, nothing builds a business relationship stronger and faster than being reliable. Nothing breaks it down faster than not following through, especially if you have your youth is working against you. (laughs) So, um, I don't really, let me see, I'm trying to see how, what that means about that one, especially if you have your youth is, youth is working against you. But anyway, the bottom line is, um, follow through is good. If you tell someone, listen, I'm going to call you, uh, or I'm going to email you in the next day or two, and then you don't do that, then they're, they're beginning to think, wow, they're unreliable. Uh, perhaps, you know, they, they might take it as far as saying they're a liar. They didn't keep their word. They're dishonest. You know, uh, all kind of things can come up from that. Even if you, when you get back with them, if you were supposed to have an answer and you don't have an answer, instead of putting them off, just, you know, um, reach out to them via email and say, listen, um, Bill, I know I, we said that we would connect today. However, 
that information that I was researching, I am still in the process of doing that. So if you would you, you know, would you like to pick this back up, say at the end of the week or next week and give them an option and just let them know you'll be diligently working on it and try to get them an answer as soon as possible. Or you can say, listen, I'm still working on that project, haven't uh, had any resolution. Um, when would you like to reconnect? Um, you know, and then put the ball in their court and then maybe say, well, contact me back in a couple of days. Then if they don't do that, then that's on them. But you should always at all costs, you know, keep your word. And even if you can't do something that you had initially said you could do, still reach out to that person and say, you know what? Uh, at, you know, after we had spoke, I had the best intentions, but after we spoke, I realized that, um, you know, whatever it was, that thing that you asked of me, I will not be able to perform at this time. Um, you know, um, I wish you all the best. Hopefully you can find someone else who can help you with that venture. Something of that nature. That way that gets you off the hook. You, you've connected with them and told them, look, upon further review, for whatever reasons, you don't have to get into those. I cannot perform that in which I had initially said, uh, but best of luck, you know, or, you know, um, or if you can refer them out to someone, then say, you know, I can't do it, but here is some names that I'd like to refer you to. And if you, you know, if that works, but it's better to follow through than to leave someone hanging. And a lot of times people think, oh, well, I don't have that. You feel pressured or embarrassed or what have you. Oh, I don't have that information. So I'll just not call them. But remember, that person might be a very thorough person and they're waiting on you or the deal might hinge on if you follow through. You never know that person might be, listen, they're not the best person, but if they're the first person to get back with me, like they say they would, they might just give you a chance. That could be your door of opportunity. So you just never know, but you should always be a woman and a gentleman of your word always. Right. And like it says in the good book, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So thank you so much for listening to the Lisa Lewis show. Today is thankful Thursday. It is March 29th, 2018. And I am always so filled with energy and pumped up when I know that I'm going to get on the airwaves and speak to all of you beautiful people. And it just does my heart good. And it is like the best hour of my Thursdays. So keep the feedback coming. You can email me at lisalewiscompany at gmail.com. Also, you can head over and leave comments at our wonderful new website, lisalewiscompany.com. And you can reach out to me at 210-240-8845. Please stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after the break.
It's finally here. Real music and real ministry is back. Inside Gospel Live. South by Southwest. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Frankie Wilson, host of Inside Gospel, inviting you to join me March 16th at the George Carver Museum for Inside Gospel Live South by Southwest. It's our five-year anniversary, and we're going to be honoring people that are members of this community, giving you incredible music, entertainment, family, fun. I do not want you to miss it. Check out the lineup for this year. Ethan George Carver Museum, 7 p.m. Do not miss it. Check out InsideGospelLive.com to RSVP your seat for free, and I'll see you there. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on Toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today is Thankful Thursday, March 29, 2018, and you are listening to Tokenet Radio. We uh, just appreciate you so much and we love having all of your positive feedback and input to the show, how we can make it the best that it can be and provide exceptional service and value and real talk with real issues, real events, and real value to all of you. So thank you so much. You're the reason why I love getting up on Thursdays and spending an hour with you on the airwaves. So thank you for that. It is an honor, and I look forward to uh, many more times with you. Now, today's topic is etiquette, anyone? And we went over uh, 10 tips that I think are uh, good tips, uh, and then I gave you an 11th bonus. And I just want to reiterate some of the, uh, you know, some of the different things that we went over and just say that uh, success in business is often determined by how well an entrepreneur understands business etiquette. Entrepreneurs may prefer different communication styles, but by following basic business etiquette, they can find growth and financial success. The communication style that may work for one entrepreneur may not work for another. Following basic etiquette rules can play a key role in growing your business. 
and uh, you know we had said earlier keep it short and sweet this general rule applies to phone calls emails and in-person meetings entrepreneurs find trouble when they act as though the first interaction will be the only interaction don't try to introduce yourself pitch your business and ask for the close in one interaction be mindful of others' time and attention. If small talk is a necessity, keep it extra short. Uh, we talked about don't spam via email or social media. A shared email address is the equivalent of saying, welcome to my inbox. Shares, their uh, inboxes are people's private spaces. So um, are you sending thoughtful packages or junk mail? How often are you showing up in their private space? Don't be the guest that never leaves. <laughs> don't add anyone to your newsletter without their consent. Just don't do it. If you are using newsletters, and you should be, set a, set a schedule for once a week or once a month. Remain consistent with your outreach. Oversharing details from your personal life or business is the quickest way to get unfriended or hidden on social media. Aim to share valuable content more than business details. We talked about being early and prepared. Whether you set up meetings by phone or in person, arrive early. Live by the, uh, live by the old saying, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. Don't allow technology to become a crutch. If you text 10 minutes before a meeting that you'll be late, is unprofessional. Show up prepared to the meeting, no matter who called for the conversation. Bring any materials that you need to make the meeting run more smoothly. Don't assume that someone else will have what you need, like pencil and paper. <laughs> just carry around, just, you know, get in the habit of carrying around a pad, uh, you know, maybe leave it in your car. And if you are super, you know, uh, religious about keeping your car clean as I am, uh, you can go to Target or wherever you like to shop, um, Amazon or where have you, where have you, and um, get the little box. It's like a little office, and you can keep pencils, paper in there, a little uh, staple remover, a mini stapler, uh, tape, and all of that, and have a little office in the in your trunk, so to speak. Um, and of things that you know you need uh, a lot of times. And then you can put uh, uh, postage stamps in there. So cause sometimes people run to the, um, the post office and you've already bought those $100 roll stamps, right? And you left them in the office or at home. So by, I, I noticed by having maybe a roll in there in the car too, that way if you're on your way to the post office, or if you don't have a stamp, you say, oh, now I got to buy, you know, you went out to buy Sudi a, a birthday card, and now you got to wait to get back home when you were going by the post office. If you just have that in the trunk with your little office, your little box office, then you can pull that out, stick it on there, and get going. It's very efficient to do that. Uh, we talked about focus your attention. We all know that entrepreneurship an entrepreneur who is so busy they can't take a phone call or a meeting without being interrupted by email or text messages. Don't be that entrepreneur. Focus your attention on the person in front of you. Put the technology away or put your devices in airplane mode uh, during your meetings so message notifications won't distract you. If you can't 
have a meeting in a coffee shop without looking over the other person's shoulder to see who walked in the door. Don't have meetings in a coffee shop. Another option is to take the seat with your back uh, to all of the movement. If you, you know, if you're just, you know, an inquisitive or nosy person, then uh, that might work for you. And then we talked about follow through. Once you've successfully reached out and hosted a meeting with a potential client or partner, it's time to follow up. It seems obvious, but it doesn't always happen. When entrepreneurs don't follow through in a timely manner, it can give the perception that the entrepreneur is flaky or too busy for the work. Send that proposal, email, or make that phone call right away. When appropriate, follow up with a personalized thank you note. Um, hopefully you can continue to use these tips to make sure you are respecting other people's time and attention. Proper business etiquette can make all the difference in your business reputation and landing your next client or gig. So hopefully, um, you know, these things um, can bring value and can be a blessing to your life as well as your professional and business settings. Also, I just wanted to share a little bit about um, uh, a recent experience that I've had is in form of etiquette, uh, anyone. Um, you know, I went and got a service and the service was not up to par. And so I reached back out to that person within 48 hours and let them know of this because, you know, I had paid a pretty penny, um, almost double paid where I would, where I had received the service elsewhere, but I was trying to be, uh, you know, contribute to this small business uh, owner. And basically they kind of shifted me away, you know, Oh, I'm too busy, blah, blah, blah. And I even gave, um, you know, a, a tip, a 20% tip. And so I say that to say this, um, you know, I would love to get you all's feedback. Um, I feel that tips are for exceptional. You went over and above. Um, I think that once you put a price on a product or service, and if you don't feel that price or service is adequate for what you do, then up your prices. But don't put the burden or make a client feel that they have to tip you. Because in my opinion, um, IMO, in my opinion, I feel that unless you did something exceptional, if you did something above the service that I paid for, then that's when tipping is involved. Um, I've seen people, and I, me included, I'm guilty of it, of tipping, and the service was just downright lousy. Oh, well, I don't want them to think a certain way of me. But to me, if you, a better tip would be to say, you know, listen, um, do you have a minute? Um, I, I noticed that you're busy and I can appreciate that, but I've had this glass of water for the whole hour and 15 minutes that I've been in your restaurant. You haven't you know, offered another glass of water or asked me, do I, do I want any other refreshments? And so I just wanted to give you that tip because that might help you with your future services. And that way, and then you, you know, you, you've given them a tip and then if you want to leave a couple of bucks, but I wouldn't suggest leaving 15, 20%, 25%. And the service was just downright bad because we teach people how to treat us. And even if you never go back there, then you might put a nugget in that person's brain 
that prevent that allows the next individual to have better service, right? And we always want to pay it forward as human beings and as Christians, right? So um, I, yeah, I just want to share that. So then I had to go, what happened with that is I had to go to another establishment, pay more money to get the situation fixed where it should have been fixed by that person. So now that lets me know that to me, this person really doesn't care. I'm just a number and it, they will not get a 20% tip from me moving forward unless they were to rectify and go over and above plus rectify and, or, you know, share with me that I'm willing to give you a refund because something that I paid a lot of money for already, I just told you that I double paid with that person. Then I had to go turn around three days later and go pay another person to fix that, which the first person I went to, to do, to do the job. So, um, so to me, that's a form of poor etiquette when you expect a tip. So let me tell it to you this way, because I Uber and I don't expect a tip. I do my job. I get paid from Uber. And if the person, if I, if they want to tip me, if I did over and above, you know, if I provide water, mints, Android and iPhone, um, chargers, which I do tissue and hand sanitizer, um, and I have a lovely car and it's always clean, then if they choose to tip, they can, but I don't have it in my spirit. Oh, they didn't tip me because when you do that, then to me, you reward your blessings. So if you, ex if you're one of those who expect a tip, then wouldn't you think that the tipper expects exceptional service? Hmm. <laughs> so ponder on that. So if you expect a tip, then expect of yourself to give exemplary services in order to warrant the tip because the tip is for exceptional services. So if you didn't do anything exceptional, if I came to your shop and you had me waiting 15 and 20 minutes as if I don't have something to do, well then your tip thing, the tip scale is going down for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> So anyway, I hope that you all have enjoyed the show today. I have enjoyed being on the air with you all. All of you movers and influencers, please stay connected by going to lisalewiscompany.com. And we will see you next week. And hopefully we will have a dynamic mover and influencer for everyone to listen to. So until then, remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and influencers.